0: Hey everyone and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host Jonathan Miley and this is DCI number 86. Today Brian and I had the pleasure of talking to the three developers behind Fright Show Fighter, a game that recently successfully completed its Kickstarter campaign. We talked to Jeff Brown, Doug Cavendek, and Gus Fink. For more information about Fright Show Fighter, check out darkstation.com where you can find more information in the show notes to this episode. You can always follow us on Twitter at darkstation underscore com, subscribe to us on iTunes, and send us an email at podcast at darkstation.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Now on with the show. are we talking to? And you have to give us great introductions like we did before. Because I don't want to have to edit that much. Honestly.
1: You're breaking that illusion. I, breaking illusion.
0: I don't care! They're I don't care. I have talked to shit. them yet.
1: This is their first time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll go first. I'm uh, Jeff Brown. I'm the 3D animator.
3: Uh, I am Doug Cavendick, and I am the only programmer. Good thing And I am the guy who... Uh, I think
4: raw stuff, design. Started strong there. Fan <laughs> art. Oh I d- I do things. I Don't... do art and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Try to downplay and be humble.
3: <laughs> well,
0: fantastic! Thank you guys for for joining us tonight. How how are you guys doing?
3: Doing doing good. Yeah, this is a good crew. Okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Only okay after after successfully meeting your Kickstarter. Yeah, I guess that was pretty good. That yeah, was, we did. We it had, all right? We did high five in celebration. So we hey, got high, high, high away.
0: five.
2: They
3: and... held off high fiving until I got here. That's great. And... Nice.
0: That's that's <laughs> friendship right there.
3: Are they just standing by the door with their hands just outstretched, <laughs> just waiting. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Guys, I got all these coffee and donuts. Uh, I, I'm just gonna hit you with my head. That doesn't be fine. <laughs> Foot five. Ah.
0: Hey, now was it freeze frame high five or just like normal high five?
2: Well, it's just one at a time. We just you know just really nice. not a lot of energy, but we just did it. <laughs> just
4: enough
3: <Gotcha>. to touch. <laughs> 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 it's a minimum high five requirement. <laughs> All right. I mean
1: that's good. We're, you know it's not we're not animals like the uh, like the, the demolition man where we just kind of spin in place in front of each other. So that's, that's great. That is true.
0: That is true. <laughs> well, guys, we're here to, to talk about Fright Show Fighter, um, your uh, your game that just got backed on Kickstarter, so kudos on that. That is very exciting. But before we get to that, uh, let's talk a little bit about who you guys are and, and what you actually do at 3Fight. At Obviously, you mentioned kind of your, your job titles, but if you guys want to go a little bit more into uh, and what you're doing you know, day-to-day on the game.
2: Uh, I guess we can start kind of the the process that goes into it. I don't know. Usually it starts kind of with Gus and kind of you know, yeah. character designs and things. Okay.
4: Yeah, um, yeah. Well, what happened was uh, I kind of had the idea of wanting to do a fighting game for a long time. It's always been a dream. Um, met Jeff, and from meeting him at a horror convention, we quickly became friends and um, – when I hang out with people, I like to throw ideas around and, and not just hang out. I, I have this weird thing where I'm like, let's do something! And I um, was able to convince him they wanted to make this game. And mm-hmm. uh, so it started from me just sketching it out, come up with a name, and getting him on board. And uh, he was able to take my drawings and, and the ideas and turn it into a 3D character. And of course, we needed to program this, so luckily... Jeff already worked with Doug, and uh, that's kind of the really, really quick version of how this thing began. Nice, hmm.
0: nice. Now, um, uh, Jeff, you and Doug worked together previously at in, in another studio.
2: How did that kind of happen? Uh, well, we we still work together. Um, well, it, now, yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. That that is true. I, well, I mean, we 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 both have day jobs. Um, you know, we work a nine to five during the day, and then um you know stay up till 2 in the morning working on this this fighting game after work so uh we're we're juggling both right now um but yeah we we work together now we've been working together for 8 years
0: oh wow nice mm-hmm. very cool years <laughs> so how long have you been working on Fight Show
4: it's probably been since the concept came out i'd say a little over 3 years uh but uh came in Probably after almost a year,
3: yeah. That. I mean, it's still been it's a little over two years, yeah. A year or two or something like that, yeah. Because
2: I think I, I, um, I, started, uh, I started modeling the characters and getting them animated, and I was like, Cool, we got these characters. And we're kind of like, Well, uh, you know, we need someone to program these. And, <laughs> and Doug Hayes is a really good programmer, so I'm like, Hey, you want to wanna work on this fighting game? And <laughs> I mean, it's three
4: fright because it's us three, fright, show fighter, and um. What I was gonna say is that before I lose my train of thought, I had something. Um, oh, you're
0: you're gonna lose it. That's that's part of. No, the show. I got it. It's, it's got, okay.
4: It's been over three years, but it started off very, very slowly, and we just kept getting better and building up and working harder as the years got, you know, closer to now. So I, there's been the last year, we've got a tremendous amount of work done. I, I think that's... Yeah, yeah I think the,
2: the
3: bulk of the work has been the last year. Yeah, yeah
2: I, th- I think part of that is as, as you start building stuff and then seeing it come to life, you get more excited. So, mm. you know, you make the first character. It's awesome. You make two characters. Like, that's really cool. After the 10th character, like, all right, I've seen characters. What's next? We started doing, like, backgrounds and things. And it's like, oh, wow, this is a cool background. And you, you just kind of keep uh, getting yourself yeah. excited and, you, and it just kind of builds. For the first mm. two years, it did not seem like this was going to happen. And it did not
4: seem like it was a real game. It was like but, a
3: hobby, I guess. You guys know,
4: <laughs> but so, yeah, the last year, I remember it was like Christmas morning, seeing these guys animate it and doing special moves and stuff, and and just seeing the characters come to life like that for the first time was like, to me, it was like Christmas morning. You know, it was really, really exciting. Awesome.
0: Now, have any of you worked on video games before this?
3: Um. Yeah, all of us have. Okay. Well I mean one um one of the things that we worked on um the 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 job that Jeff and I have, we actually put out a game through that company, um turn based uh strategy game for learning uh immunology. It's for students and stuff like that. Um and I've also worked on a lot of little stupid games myself, nothing ever really like the scope of this I guess, so <clears throat> but um
4: Yeah, you know and I I was um really interested in video games so right after I got my first iPhone I said I have to make a game for this and I didn't know how it was going to happen I was able to meet certain companies and stuff along the way and you know build out the game and then show people and then we couldn't do it I thought I was going to do it Um, had a a few games come out already on iOS uh, and work on some stuff for Android but Mm -hmm. this was the first game where it was like i would love to do this and no one else said no we can't do that that's expensive that's stupid Or we can't um this one was like let's make it do that i'm like okay well that sounds cool we we could get it done so it was like i really i'm really really proud of of what we've created with this where it's like any little crazy detail we throw out um it's it's happening it's going to be in this game so it's pretty amazing that is that's that's really awesome
0: um, did any of you go to school for, for game design or programming or how how did you kind of get into the business of, of making a game or making games previously as well, well for, as making games now?
3: <clears throat> well, for me, I, I just had a typical computer science thing, but I, um, basically throughout most of my time there, I just tried to focus on uh, graphics and stuff, and there actually were a few game-oriented classes and real-time graphics and other things like that um, that I spent most of my time uh, in college, focusing on that kind of stuff and making my own things on the side um... and
2: yeah I, I went to school for um for three d animation, and so like i I've been um making three d models and animating and things, and it wasn't until um you know more recently where if you made a game now, you can all of a sudden get it out and people can play it and before you know you know back in console games, you know like even like super Nintendo playstation and stuff you know playstation one it's like I can't get a game on there like like it's you know it's console so Mm -hmm. with 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 the innovation with like steam and like even like all the mobile things anybody can make a mobile app nowadays but um I think even better is like for steam and then even like through like xbox live and stuff like that it's it's so more accessible now to not only you know have the idea to make a game to make a game and have actually people want to play it and 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 have it out there it's kind of neat
4: yeah it's just a really exciting time um for anyone who's creative today, you could really take advantage of it. And, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've been living off my art for about 16 years now, painting and, you know, designing uh, characters to be toys and, or t shirts. So, video games to me was just another one of those goals where it's like, wow, that would be insanely awesome. And just taking the steps and, you know, made some games that I'm not crazy proud of. Um, and I, but I learned a lot by doing those and kind of getting those under my belt. So, uh, it all kind of worked out to make this thing happen.
0: Awesome. Very cool. Now, now as promised, we're, we're here to talk about, um, Fright Show Fighter. What is,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, we got okay, to get, okay. we gotta oh, wait, get to oh, a oh, real wait. question here first. All right. Oh, okay, go. Fright Show Fighters. What exactly is Dr. Ig a doctor of? <laughs> Doctor Egg. Well, he's, he's yeah the PhD uh, unicorn. What what is his PhD in? How much schooling
4: are we actually talking this, about? Now here? this is a really deep question. If you really want to dive into this deepness, I, I, mean, I think he does. If you, I if, you go, if, if you want to dive, in. the deep questions? Go for it. I mean, uh, <laughs> well, here's the thing. Mister Fright, he had a toy of 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 Doctor Igg. It was it was a toy, but his experiments went wrong. And um or right, you might say, and this thing came to life now, the toy's based on a very popular cartoon in the fright show Fighter Universe. So Dr. Ig, he'd be able to cuddle next to any dying or hurt person or animal, and just that cuddle um, it would cure people. So he thought, "Well, I want to see the science behind this, and the the it's you know the the science of cuddling. he He mastered that, and he went to school, got his official doctorate. he went all the way, and um crunchy. He was, he was about to die, the guy who rides on his back, and um, so they just had this bond, and they realized their powers combined, um, you know, they're unstoppable, but that was a cartoon show, and there were toys, and Mr. Fright's weird science project turned them into a reality, so. Okay, so it's the toys that are, that are doing the
1: actual fighting here, so this is a, more of a representation of Dr. Igg rather than the actual
4: good doctor himself. You Kinda, yeah. See, I mean, okay. like, the reason why these creatures exist in the Freight show world is is a, a guy, like a human being, basically, wanted to make things come to life. So, see, so you had a battery, or you had a a toy or something. You're like, how could I make this real and take over, the, you know, and destroy things? So he he got into that, and um, luckily, his favorite toys uh, also turned. Besides, like a bunny, he was faceless rabbit. And uh, his lumberjack that did all the yard work, he became Crumble Jack. You know the way the the weird light hit, Mick rainbows was born. So you know There's, anything? Does Crumble
1: run... Jack make his own bears, or does he simply find
4: bears and throw them as he stumbles upon them? <laughs> um, he, I, I think Jeff could better answer that question.
2: The he's actually really friendly with the bears. Like they, he uses them as as a weapon. So and, you know they have sharp teeth, and you know, he'll he'll throw them at people uh but um generally they come to him um you know and and will try and protect him. they're almost like servants of the forest um and he repays them
3: for the help that that he gets from them
2: yeah it, it's uh sure. it's a mutual bond you know they uh he get they get protection and then they also protect him right yeah exactly i, I mean he's a, he says it's smoother than i would have <laughs> fair enough. so
0: so is everybody uh a toy that has come to life Ooh. uh due to Mr. Fright's
4: only, experiments. only only Iron Moose, and and Crunchy Doctor Egg. The, those ones were toys. The other ones were like either real people, or um, you know, Faceless Rabbit. He was a little bunny. He, people, scientists experiment on bunnies.
3: Of so course, how yes. what that
4: happen? Um, yeah. Mr. Fright himself, he was a human being. God forbid, look at him now. You know what I mean? Um, his girl, his his wife. Well, she became Monster Girl. Uh, his, his best friend, he became Zombie Zack. He's got the name Zack in there. You know, he had a trustworthy robot that used to, he used to love and be on his side and would help him on, on any experiment possible. Well, that robot went against him and is now Evil Grimbot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they all have their thing. I left out zonalox He's basically the forces of all evil and uh, is fly-based. It's kind of like, you know, the the fly that took off too much.
1: Get what That's... I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> okay. the, the the Jeff Goldblum of this narrative.
2: <laughs> he's, he's Jeff Goldblum. That's basically it's,
1: we're trying we're trying to get him to do the voices. That that would be you know he's doing a lot of strange stuff these days. I he don't is. think this is far out of pocket for him. <laughs> that is that is yeah. true. Yeah.
0: That that is true. <laughs> Well, um, Brian, you, you got your lore question
1: there answered in space. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So let's that's, get us uh, back on track. So that's... what is so fright show fighter? Um, it's right there in the name. It is a. I, I wouldn't go so far as to say scary, but it's definitely Adam's family creepy,
3: mm-hmm. um, possibly
4: sure. kooky,
1: uh, <laughs> altogether spooky. Uh, but they, but it is a fighter at its heart. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, definitely a fighter we instead of having blood and gore and guns we have wait rainbow. Are, i thought those
0: were required for all video games <laughs> well, they are not but the we, case but we're we're kind of breaking the rules here oh nice fantastic <laughs> all right yeah continue sorry
4: um
3: i'm gonna let Doug, gonna let Doug well, take over on that one i mean for the different characters each one has their own sort of like blood effect and other things i mean for the robot it's Gears and oil and springs that bounce everywhere. The Crumblejack, because I guess he's a lumberjack, that kind of thing. He uh, actually splinters into pieces of wood that fly out. Um, <clears throat> there's a few other crazy colors and things, and there's uh, there's a bun- oh yeah, Monster Girl shoots out like like spiders and candy, um, of course, because that's just clearly what ha- would happen there. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> yeah, we try to keep everything pretty much kid
2: friendly. Um, you know, it's not like Mortal Kombat. And it's, you know, a little bit fluffier than Street Fighter, um, but it's it's generally it's we we just wanted to make a really really fun fighting game that everybody would have fun playing, and that's kind of the bottom line.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I mean you're still you're still beating up on each other and jumping on their head and stuff, but but you're doing <laughs> yeah, it in a, in a like, nice way. It's a I guess. fighting game.
2: I, and I feel like it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't promote violence though. It's just kind of like you know you're you're you know if you're Mister Fright you gotta you gotta take out Crumblejack. You know he's evil. That's kind of you know just teaching kids you know. Good versus evil. Good guy he has to beat bad that guy. That's, that's kind of when, when you come face to face with the pugilistic mute, moose, you have no choice but right. to defend yourself. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's gonna start punching, you got to defend yourself and tack back. You have to shoot lasers, throw cats, whatever you got to do.
0: Now, now, obviously, you know Iron Moose used to be a toy, so he's probably very disoriented, and I can imagine him, you know, wanting to fight a lot. But what's uh, what's Crumblejack's story? Why is he evil?
4: crumble well i mean you know the dark side kind of took hold of him and, and saw him as this mighty warrior kind of guy he's cutting trees down like a madman he's a lumberjack he works in the yard he wasn't getting paid much so he had some anger inside of him you know he had that it was already in there you know you know, some times you're working hard and you don't get appreciated he already felt that zonalox who's the evil mastermind of the game he took advantage and he's you know he, he convinced him to be uh you know the dark beast that crumble jack is
0: that's unfortunate for him
4: it's really sad he's very angry crumble jack has anger issues (laughs) yeah he he needs anger management there's a lot of yelling
0: (laughs) now have you guys actually written all of this stuff down or are you just great at making this stuff up right now
4: half and half
0: so I was gonna say you are you're just going with it. This is this is fantastic. I'm loving yeah. it. I mean there's uh,
3: definitely a lot of details that are already sorted down, but then there's still a lot that there's still there's always more to be added. So Yeah, I mean it's kind of all it's mostly we <laughs> Doug and I kinda of just trust in Gus's kind
2: of what would the kind of like, you know, this is kind of his world, it's in his head. So anything he does say, we just believe. I mean he he <laughs> can tell us oh, whatever yeah. he <laughs> wants. <laughs> it's like Oh yeah, the moose to of the toy, okay, cool, yeah, we'll go with that. Um you know, that's kinda of how the, the the character design was too. It's like like Gus would come at me with a character and be like, Hey, check out this rainbow creature. I'm like, Yeah, I can turn that into three D and make it walk, but look how high his knees are. He's gonna be walking all weird. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Oh hey, your your uh, your unicorn anatomy is pretty off. Like that's definitely not horse anatomy. Oh ah, whatever, just go with it. That's the way I drew it. And that's kind of you know, we just go with it and that's kind of and my
4: and I don't think any other game would have done that. Which I kind of love that we kept it that way, you know. I mean, I, there wasn't two other characters that I drew out, really. And we were like, oh, no, these ones are stronger. These are pretty much the first ten <laughs> that, that I created. And Jeff mocked up from there. Nice. Everybody made the team. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to ask, at what team. point did they cut you off and say, okay, I well, think we got it. Well, I... <laughs> I knew there was a point where Jeff would have said to me, "Hey, I can't create, you know, 28 characters or whatever number it was. I knew there had to be, you know, to get this game out while we're alive. I knew there had to be a point where it's like, "Okay, what's a number we can release this game and feel comfortable with?" And 10, 10 looks like a decent amount, you know, to
2: start the game off with. We'll hopefully add more as it grows. So, yeah, I think the the first Mortal Kombat was only like what, like eight, eight people or something. Aren't? Yeah, know,
1: half of those were the same person anyway. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: Street Fighter One was two people. Street Fighter Two was eight, and then yeah, so mm-hmm. we got ten. We were already.
0: So you, you guys have a leg up on everybody else for yeah, your first right. fighting think, game, so yeah. you're you're good. Yeah, yeah.
4: That's
0: that's
2: fantastic.
0: Um, so how does the game actually play as far as the
3: the fighting goes? Okay, you want to take that one. So you're well, I mean, the one that can play it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, even, I mean right now it's it's uh it's all on my computer right now um so I have all the control over how it plays um <clears throat>
0: So I guess right now, as opposed to, you know, maybe tomorrow, but, like, right now, how does it play? <laughs>
3: well, right now, there is a lot of balance issues because <laughs> there's, as as we can see, there's lots of different uh, heights of characters, lots mm-hmm. of different strengths and weaknesses. I mean, the, the the difference in speed of, like, Crumblejack taking a punch versus Grimbot taking a punch. Grimbot could do, like, six punches in the same amount of time. So what I've been trying to do is set up ways that I can balance all that. I mean, like, mm-hmm. so Grimbot... As really fast, but his punches don't do as much damage, they don't push you back as much. Um, and, and you have different hitboxes, like the smaller characters would be harder to hit because they're smaller. Um, mm-hmm. you can, the, it's harder to jump over a taller guy or whatever. You, um, I mean, the mechanics are still sort of like basic fighting mechanics. You punch, kick, you have different uh stances you get into, which lead to, like, you can get into, like, a defensive stance and do a faster little punch, or you can do, like, this, like, you lean forward and do this, like, massive th- throw your fist all over the place, but it takes a long time to, to land, um, yeah, it was, um, and, on, and on top of that each character has, uh, is it like, three, three special moves, um, yeah, right is now, it's either, like, projectiles or some crazy spin or something. Yeah, like yeah. I
2: think that, I, I, I played it, um, you know, the, the kind of the, the version we have now, and aside from, you know, the obvious bugs because it's still in development, um, it's, it's just super fun and satisfying to do like the special moves like, you're, like you know like anytime like you do a special move with, with faceless you're shooting lasers out of your eyes or like monster girls like summoning a swarm of cats or you know you like crunchies jumping on top of Dr. Igg and shooting like magic out of the horn and <laughs> Grimbot's throwing bombs like it's just it's so satisfying and, and <laughs> funny every time you do that it's hilarious <laughs> and so like I mean I think I think we we're really gonna get a kick out of that
0: Hmm. Nice. Well, what are, what are some of the other special abilities that the characters have?
3: I know was Zonolox. I mean, well, ha- do we want to reveal everything? I mean, I we'll we yeah, just yeah, you don't
0: want to reveal everything, but maybe but, one or two more.
3: I mean, I know that like there there's a few different ones where it's like I know Zonolox will pull a, a 3D fly out of the ground and throw it, and it like flies a bit at the player, or there's like a fly swarm. Um, there's there's a few like typical ones, like Mr. Fright shoots this big skull out and. Uh, the zombie guy, Zombie Zack, shoots out this, like, booger mucus mass thing that flies across. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, kind of,
2: it's kind of like projectiles and then, like, mm-hmm. um, like super hits. Kind of like where you fly yeah. across the screen with a big uppercut and stuff.
3: Yeah, kind of like Mick Rainbow has, like, a bubble attack where he, like, belches out all these different bubbles. And, like, they sort of float around and you don't know exactly what you're going to get each time you do it. It could be a bunch of little ones. Or it could be a bunch of big ones. They're like, hard, to, hard to dodge and stuff mm-hmm. So.
2: I think one one thing on top of that, though, which is really cool for our game is, is on top of the special moves that every character has, you bring power-ups into each battle that lets your character do something neat every time. So, for, for example, and it's in kind of the video we have, you know, we'll have like a fireball power-up that you bring into the battle with you. When you want to have the ability to throw fireballs, no matter what character you are... You hit the power-up, and for a certain amount of time, you can throw fireballs. It doesn't matter if you're, if, you know, you're Zombie Zack, if you're Monster Girl, you're going to be able to u- use that same character and throw fireballs. And that's just one example of the power-ups. We have, we have tons of ideas for awesome power-ups that are just going to make the game so much more like replayable and so different every time.
0: Nice. Nice. Uh, Are those things that you equip before battle,
2: or... or Yeah, you can only bring
3: in... You can only bring in, like, I think think it was three is is the limit. Yeah, it's a limited limited
2: quantity, you bring in battle. Um, Are are they one-time
0: use in a battle, or how does does that
3: work? Sort of, like, some of that's still up in the air. I mean, I I think there were some that would be like, okay, you can reuse this as many times as you want. There'd be some that would be a one-off sort of thing. Um, Yeah, and, like, you could
4: buy these like you could buy a pack um you know in in, for mobile so you say you bought a pack and you you don't know which five power-ups you get one of the power-ups might say you get to use this in one battle once that's it and there might be another power-up says you get five uses out of this now when you pick it to play in the game you wouldn't get to use it five times in that battle you get to use it once okay so you use it that once and you had five now you only have four left or if it's like infinity like this is a really good card it, we're kind of doing them as cards um, you know, you get a really good card, you got it and you could always, bring, you could bring in every battle that you want, but it's kind of a strategy on that part where you could be like well, I want to bring in this, maybe it's speed maybe it's uh, some kind of crazy smoke bomb, maybe it's you know, the fireball thing so you kind of strategize what you're going to bring into the fight and you could also gain your levels in the game too so you could start off at level one keep playing and beating people and, and build your character up so it's like a slight RPG element to it.
0: Okay, so what what are you actually building up in that instance?
4: Your your head gets bigger. No. <laughs> oh,
0: that's hey. Oh, well, that, fair that seems like fair it would enough. just <laughs> make you easier to hit. But I mean that.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's no. it's still in development, but the idea would be, um, it's kind of like you 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 earn points for every battle, and then when you get a certain amount of points, you it's almost like experience points. So you you, you go up levels. When you go up levels, then you can up some of your stats, and those are kind of t- to be determined. Probably most things like um, like attack and defense. Um, but it's basically so, you know, I might have a level ten Mister Fright, and I might be playing against someone who's a level ten Mister Fright. Mister Fright, but our stats are going to be different based on what we chose to to increase when we increased our level.
3: Okay. Yeah, the minimum the minimum would be like your offensive damage um, and your defensive like protection. Um, but it would also be Neat to have, um, like slight increases to your jumping speed or your actual movement. Like you could put all your points into movement; you won't be any fat, any any more powerful, but you can dodge stuff more easily. Like,
0: but you could be uh, a really fast uh, crumble jack.
3: Yeah, I mean, like it, it's like like some of that might come down to balance issues when we're when we're getting closer to being done. Whether some of those are feasible or not, I mean, I'd like to have as much comp, uh, complicated choices as possible, but we'll see what what works. <laughs>
2: Nice. Yeah, once we start <laughs> beta testing, we'll find out pretty quick from the fans <laughs> kind of what works and what doesn't.
4: And and like in today's, you know, I don't know how it works with Steam, but with mobile, you could release the game and then be like, oh crap, we got to release version two or version three. You you always see updates happening in the games now, so hmm. some of that might even happen. We're like, we're happy with it, we release it, and we realize, you know what, we didn't even notice that we should we should adjust that little thing. That'll be the new build, and we're also going to introduce. Mac mm-hmm. Rainbow's uncle, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, throwing these yes, car- or- <laughs> new power
1: ups, things like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mac Rainbow. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Big Mac Rainbow, Rainbow. Okay. Yeah, Uncle Mac Rainbow.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Now, you guys are, are planning to have uh, both single player and multiplayer in the game. How how is the the multiplayer going to work?
2: Good question. Um, <laughs> no, still, it's, yeah, we, we were talking about well, for Steam, obviously it's um, basically the the system. If you want to like play against uh, like a computer player, like that's kind of your same level, you can play against them and go up levels that way. If you want to play against your friend, then you just play against your friend, but you guys are on an even playing field, so it's not like. And maybe we'll let you, but basically, if you're a level 50 character and you want to play against your friend and he's only level one, he or she, then, you know, I don't know if we want to let that happen. But basically, you can play against your friends, you can play against anyone online around the world, and, uh, you know, you can play against random characters of your similar uh, level to go up levels. Mm.
3: And Mm -hmm. for mobile, um, I don't know if, Doug, you want to throw some sense in that? Yeah, I mean, mobile depends on. um... I guess how feasible, like, response times for some things. I know for Steam and just like a, a typical computer setup, it's, you can probably be sure that they'd have a good enough connection to, uh, have connection to anywhere, wherever they want. Um, For mobile, it might might, might not be as much, I mean, it might just have to be if they'd be a local network or something, but ideally it would be also be worldwide, but I guess <clears throat> that's sort of something we'll be figuring out as we go. And, like, we've noticed, out of all the
4: games that exist right now, most most, uh, you know, multiplayer, it's usually kind of faked. Like, you think you're you're fighting some guy named uh, Jackbomb88, but you're not really fighting him live. It's like you're fighting against what he built, you know. So if you beat him, you really didn't beat him live. So we might consider uh, faking it the way everyone else is. I mean, we're talking about the biggest companies in the world are just kind of faking it. So we right. have to see what we're capable of doing, and if if uh, technology is up to standard for that kind of thing, you know, to actually play against you right now, um, that would be really awesome, but I don't know if, if we're there fully technology-wise.
3: Yeah, so it would be like we have sort of a tier of what expectations are. I mean, I know that for the Steam version, at least, it will definitely be able to have multiplayers, like just wherever. Um, for uh, the mobile stuff, we're going to, we still have to figure out exactly how it's going to work.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're catching us at the very early... Uh, Beginnings of, of three fright. So, so <laughs> well, yeah. you'll, you'll get to witness uh, how it all went down. Either we're all like homeless in a gutter, uh, and you'll look at us and go, "I think I know," or who knows? It could be the opposite of that.
3: <laughs> that that's the wonders of life.
4: Indeed, it is.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who'll be in the gutter next?
0: <laughs> that could be a reality show or a game show, one of the or both. Let's make all four a reality ones. game show. Yeah. Yes. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, in the the trailer, it talks about kind of the uh, the control scheme for the the mobile version, which is obviously kind of a lot more difficult to do than with a you know just regular uh, controller. You know that we've been playing fighting games with controllers for. A really long time uh how are you guys approaching playing a a fighting game a competitive fighting game at that on
4: on mobile um well right now mobile fighting games i think are terrible like we just downloaded mortal Kombat x and i mean picture if you were right next to you know brian and and jonathan you guys are right next to each other and you're just punching 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 uh, it's just like it would not seem fun. Like you want to back away and and you know get ready to give him a crazy punch or kick. So on Mortal Kombat X and the other DC, I think it's called Immortals game. You you it's just bad. can't, yeah. yeah. You cannot get away from the other fighter. Um, mm-hmm. Marvel made this game where you could you can get a little bit away and come back, and it's you know really simple controls where you don't even have to look at the screen and you could kick the other guys. You know, you can kick his his ass pretty bad. It's
1: basically a combination of just swipes and holds.
4: Yeah, and it's just just kind of tapping once or twice for tapping and holding for blocks. So what we're attempting to do is kind of revolutionize that. Kind of say, hey, this is you know, this is really cool that it's touchscreen. You don't have to just slap the old controllers like that's what the old Mortal Kombat game was. They just slapped the old control pads on, and you had to play that way, and it just kind of lacked. So. We've kind of created something specifically for touchscreen that we think is really taking advantage of the fact that it is touchscreen. So it's going to be user friendly and really you're going to really be able to control the characters. So you, unlike those other games I mentioned, you know, made by huge companies who really know what they're doing, but I think they just kind of they don't see the big picture that we've kind of seen. So we're hoping that we could kind of lead the way with that, where you could jump over your character and pick him up and throw him. I mean I, I haven't even seen that many good throws in, in these games, so I think we're really just trying to do a little bit of everything and make it work and hopefully it'll be executed um we haven't really fully tested it, but we've been designing it that way and uh we, we think it's gonna work we're, we're we're three guys that are pretty smart, so hopefully we won't all be wrong <laughs> but um, you know like time's gonna tell on that um I, you know but I, I, we're really good at problem solving and I think as long as we're we're keep problem solving I think that we're going to get something that we're really happy with that's going to be different than what's out
3: there because I know for me I'm really really picky about touch screens like so many things out there just bothers me like so just trying to come up with a scheme that makes sense that we can put your fingers on there you're not blocking what you're looking at Um, and the the idea is that your left hand is mainly for like choosing what your what your stance is and whatever and like you can you can move it around a little bit to like back off or move closer and stuff and it's just trying to work with what's there instead of just trying to, I guess as Gus was saying, slap on the the typical D pad in the middle and just hope for the best. So
2: that are just like the tap 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 oh, tap yeah. tap tap. Oh yeah, you know. That yeah, kind of it, thing. yeah. We we all play fighting games and we know fighting. We know we grew up playing Street Fighter and stuff, and we know what makes a good fighting game. And so we're not going to release anything that is terrible. Like if if we made a control system that was like Mortal Kombat, where it's like. Oh yeah, you just tap on the right hand side a million times and you win. We'd all be like, That sucks. That's terrible. Like we why would we release them like that? Like, we put so much time into this game and now we're just gonna you hit a you hit the screens twenty times and you win. Hit X to so win. <laughs> Yeah, so we're not we're not gonna release a game that we think is terrible to play. That's just not gonna happen.
4: Yeah. So our goal is that we love it. And um as long as we love it, we think a lot of other people will kinda be like, Oh yeah, that's that's pretty cool, that's different.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Very cool.
4: That's that that is the fairest way of doing things. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus, we're gonna have hyper sneeze technology where oh. you're playing and it makes you sneeze a lot, and um, that's never been done before. That is true. No. If I can make you have a hyper sneeze, it's gonna
2: mess up your your fight against me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we'll perfect that. Actually, we we had the one power. Do you want, did we talk about it with the? Oh uh, no! yeah. I, I, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Oh, yeah, an actual power-up that ruins a guy. Yeah, we
4: were thinking about a couple weird power-ups, actually, uh, in real life. um, Not my fantasy, I just had it right there. But, like, (laughs) where maybe I'm fighting against you and all of a sudden I use one of my power-ups and your phone or iPad starts vibrating like crazy. Oh. (laughs) Or, or like, I throw a smoke bomb and I can still see, but you, it's harder to see just have um, a, a pop-up that shows up that's like Mr. Brights <laughs> calling <laughs> oh,
0: so,
3: that would be perfect I would yeah. love that so, actually it's a really good idea kind of distractions <laughs> you know <laughs>
4: yeah uh, we, we thought about that so you know we, we all have these fun ideas and we're just kind of have a good time doing it mm-hmm. kind of keep that fun level just hanging out and you know, and we're, but we're actually trying to make these things happen. Like no one's no one's stopping us. It's just us three guys. So there's no one to like. We have to look to that's our big investor, and they're like, "Hey, no, not gonna happen. Sneeze technology is bad." At the same time, I'll
3: definitely veto ideas that we can't technically do. This, yeah, yeah, so like,
4: like like we really can't do. it.
3: I'll try. To, I'll try to accommodate, but if it's yeah, not like physically we, possible, we're not doing it. Hallucination. <laughs> we we want to release this eventually. Smellovision. Yeah, we're certain things we really can't do.
4: <laughs> but we're we're gonna try to do everything that we can.
1: Nice. <laughs> well smell vision's been tested. That's out there, so that's oh, yeah. that's good technology to use. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Imagine from there, I mean, you know, you're you're only a couple steps away and at least a doctor unicorn from you know, Sneeze technology. So mm. you guys you keep working at it, I'm sure it's it's
4: well within <laughs> Your power to create. Mm-hmm. I can see that being what um, you know ends the world. <laughs> the sneeze technology, just combined with artificial intelligence, like he's like, I produces itself. You don't have the thing. sniper people anymore. You just see a guy's driving and you make him sneeze thirty five times in <laughs> three seconds. He's dead. <laughs> it's all over. You You got through his phone. <laughs> he, oh. he, he sneezed eighty times and. matter of four seconds he's dead that's oh man (laughs) so maybe i don't know i I hope i didn't give anybody the wrong idea that's right (laughs) yeah somebody somewhere's writing all
1: this down going like yeah i'm gonna be a vigilante sneezer (laughs) fantastic sneeze man
4: that part edit that out (laughs) the future i just destroyed um
0: uh, in the uh, in the Kickstarter, you guys mentioned that you're about seventy five percent done with the game. What what does that mean? How how far along is that? 76
4: percent. Oh, 76%. Yeah. oh <laughs> nice. I, I guess what? it's the t- well. I
0: I guess I, I read that a few days ago. You know, so
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. seventy six. I how think makes sense.
2: The, the biggest the biggest chunk, at least for me anyway, is done, mm-hmm. and that was was modeling all the characters, rigging all the characters, animating all the characters, rigging and making all the backgrounds and animating all the backgrounds. And, and you know, that was kind of like the the three years that I've been putting into it has kind of been that that huge chunk. Um, mm-hmm. And then, Doug Kay, I mean, you've been working on the, the programming side, and we've got a playable <laughs> demo for us at least, and so I know there's a lot of, that went into that. Well, you, we were, yeah. we, we're adding combos now, mm-hmm. we thought of. Yeah, we're going to be doing like a combo system too. So it's, you know, it's not mm-hmm. super boring. We'll just we'll let you do all kinds of combos, but none of those like 3,000 million hit air juggle like killer instinct things. <laughs> I, I think it's, it just kind of gets gets out of hand or or none of the, uh, you know, zoom into an x-ray of the skull while it's being crushed for five seconds.
3: is kind of like the Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's scope. Sure so. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like all the, like, not all the assets. Most of the assets are already created in there. So it's really just a matter of um, a lot of programming is left to do just to, a lot of balancing is left to do. Um, and then sort of actually finishing up like multiplayer stuff and... Interface. Yeah, and the, the interface and stuff, like it, it's gonna, we, we wanna keep it as simple as possible. You, like You just wanna like pick up the thing, like jump right into the game. Um, so it shouldn't be too complicated a part, but, um, yeah, it's just various details like that. Yeah, so it's gonna, it's the hardest 25% left, but... <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna be at 90% for the next, uh... And the, and the yeah. Kickstarter
4: was kind of to like, you know, just kind of get it out there, a little bit of promotion, um, and just kind of, I guess, take a, a step back from the, where we were going, so we could refocus and hopefully get a little bit of money. And we did. Um, so it, it's kind of, it's, it's been a nice little path, and I think that kind of helped us have a little pause on mm-hmm. everything
3: slightly. I mean, we didn't all pause on the game completely, but we we sort of did because we put the focus onto that. And it also gave us, a, I guess, a, a good perspective on what other people think of it. Also, just yeah, yeah, getting it in front of more people and uh and the money is going to be extremely useful for a lot of different things like that. Frank
2: Rich makes <laughs> the like point when that we said servers,
3: are have recurring costs for some of that, and it's just all kinds of different things that it would be coming out of our money. And since for like Jeff and I, this is not our, our 100% main job, so it's like it can get kind of tough without like if it was all coming just from ourselves. But mm-hmm. yeah,
4: it's our first leap of trying to be a company together and dealing with money. I mean, before it was just us making it and. Now it's like it's fun to throw a little bit of money into the mix and and see who like starts going on steroids and actually I mean, no, like, <laughs> really we're we're you know we're going to be doing a convention pretty soon in Philadelphia to promote and I, I think it also motivates us more to see people's reactions and that's been pretty positive
2: I'd say like ninety five ninety nine percent positive
4: mm-hmm. uh,
2: response and that nice. kind of yeah it's been really cool I mean it's 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 a fun wacky fighting game like what's not polite. <laughs>
3: I mean, it's, it's obviously not everyone's thing there's some people who are just like yeah it's not my thing I think our morale would like, have been yeah. really down though if everyone's like what really no yeah.
4: dumb Like if it, if, it, if it was like 9 out of 10 people telling us that but like our mom would be like it's it good <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yeah. we would just know like hey uh let's make this for ourselves anyways. <laughs>
3: yeah, there's something about like seeing a random strangers come onto like the steam green light and just like like I don't know who like most of these people are and they're just like, Yeah, this looks really cool. I can't wait to play I'm like, wow, it is like okay. <laughs> it's just
1: mom's got a lot of steam accounts. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Very savvy. Yeah. <laughs> um so what's what's the goal for, for beta and then the goal for release? What are you guys aiming at?
2: Uh deadlines?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah, you know those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I, don't have those. Something you can tell me now so that when it doesn't happen, I can go, oh, my God, it didn't happen.
2: I I think we're aiming for um, end of the year to have the game out. So, um, you know, obviously, before that, we got to send out betas and stuff. So, I mean, everyone who pledged on the Kickstarter is going to get the beta test. Um, That's going to be our first pool to test. Um, And then, so... Yeah, that's that's the goal. I, I think that's yeah, I, reasonable.
3: I, I want to have a beta out during the summer at some point. Um, that would probably be like something to give people that like is polished enough that they're not going to think it's like a pile of garbage. Um, but like not completely done yet, just enough so people can actually see how the balance works for every guy, and we can sort of get a, get a, a heads up on some of that.
2: We can, <laughs> we can be like EA and charge everybody to play our demo, even though it's broken <laughs> and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> <No. laughs>
1: Yeah, you know it, whatever works yeah. <laughs> your way your way sounds better but you know others have found their own paths mm-hmm.
0: so what what does the uh the money actually get you guys what does that help you pay for uh from the kickstarter
3: well i mean for, for one thing uh a large portion of it, it's just going back into actual fulfilling them because we're going to be printing stuff. We're uh, right. uh, creating some of that stuff, um, but then it also goes into um, there's just business costs, incorporation as a as a business, as like an actual company. Um, uh, the domain cost, the server hosting. Um, for a lot of the multiplayer things, we're going to have to set up um, either some kind of server or go through other services that cost uh, cost some amounts. <clears throat> getting on Steam costs money.
2: Well, yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, just to get onto the Steam Green Light. That, con- um, that convention
4: we're doing uh, in-, in Philadelphia next month costs money. So, um, I mean, there's always expenses uh, throughout. And I mean, I-, I I don't even know. We we haven't even thought like, hey, because we just realized today we're getting it basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we haven't really thought like, hey, how are we going to spend? all of this and are we going to spend it all right now? Are we going to save like a grand for server and, and that kind of um, expenses? You know, there's always – like even our website and stuff costs money. So
3: Yeah, so um, we start planning out the fulfillment costs and how much it costs for this slice or this slice. And it's like, well, we could spend $500 and do it this way or we could spend $600 and do it this way and we just got to sort of like <laughs> figure out how to, how to slice it up and not run out of it. <laughs> yeah, we've already had one
4: thing where we realized – we could give people a lower quality card deck and it would only cost us like sixty five bucks or we could give them a really high quality card deck but It would cost us six hundred dollars we We went with the six hundred dollar one um because we wanted to give people better quality, and also we realized we could sell the remaining decks uh you know as well so we we would still make a profit um and that's like a business decision you make it's like you just you know, do it the easy way or do you do it that way and mm-hmm. it says a lot about your company when you when you make those decisions, you know, and um we're we come together on those decisions and we have an agreement and we go from there. And uh I think it's just good to get those things under our belts as a as a company as well. You know, it's just we're starting very small but we're we're building and I think the you know what's good about that is if this thing takes off, we'll kinda of be prepared. You know, we'll kind of have already had a little bit of money and we've, we've had to make decisions on, um very quickly and that kind of thing, even the name was uh something that was you know oh, yeah. something we had to agree on and stuff so there's always there's always something you have to do and uh, la 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 and two 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 <laughs> what what were,
1: what was a, an earlier incarnation of the name <laughs> oh. well,
2: I guess we could talk about that so uh, yeah <laughs>
4: well, we, we won't we won't say we, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll give you that interview later. just one just one.
2: We won't talk about it, but we will say, basically, we had a name, and then we decided to change it, and we went through probably, like, 300 different
3: incarnations. More than or, that. There were more names than that <laughs> thrown around. But
2: we ended up on Freixo Fighter, and that's a really cool name, and I think it tells a little bit about, kind of, how wacky it is, and, and so...
4: Yeah, it makes more sense. Our older names were harder to say.
2: <laughs> it was... Okay,
1: <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: was that with one K or two? That's two
2: O's. <laughs>
1: yeah Two O's, okay. Oh, blue not, not
4: blue obsession. Gotcha. They, they didn't think it. I mean, I thought it worked because everything was wacky, but they just thought it was too too out there. You know. <laughs> I came up with it in a fever dream. I thought they'd be happy. Can understand that when you say fighter, you get an immediate
1: idea of what it is. When you say bloop, you're like, Well, you know, does that come with cookies? And I was really upset that we couldn't use it, but it all Mm. worked out.
3: Mm.
1: You guys, yeah, you guys ended up on the right choice. Yeah, I Mm. ate a lot of Oreos that week. (laughs) (laughs) They paid me to say that. You know, we all can't be Greg Miller and his Oreo orations. It's all right.
0: (laughs) Uh, Brian, do you have any more questions before we uh, go into the end game?
1: Oh, no. I think we get to the most important questions now. All right. Let's do it. So uh, we like to end all our interviews with a little bit of a questionnaire. Um, We call it the end game. Um, You'll probably hate yourselves for it. Uh, But uh, so as we said earlier, we're going to require all three of you to answer. Um I would like to right now to, for you guys to go in order of beard length. Uh-oh. Um so you can decide whether it starts at smallest or largest. Um but first question, um who is your favorite video game protagonist?
2: Uh I I'll start. So um biggest beard. <laughs> uh, video game doing I got to say Cloud Strife just because Final Fantasy 7 was uh, one of the biggest parts of my childhood, I've probably you know spent millions and millions of hours playing that. So you know that's kind of like my guy. So. All
3: right, I got the the moderate sized beard right now, so I guess I'm next. Um, the the first one I can think of would probably be Gordon Friedman from Half Life. Um, the least mm-hmm. character that exists because he really has no personality. He doesn't talk. Doesn't do anything. So that's perfect. He just does whatever you want him to do. Um, that's yeah I'll just go with that. <laughs> I'm gonna go
4: way back um and this is a really hard question so on atari twenty six hundred there was a game called Halloween. There was two of them. one of them was actually licensed from the movie and i am picking the um the babysitter that would save the kids from Michael Myers uh that game made an impact on me when I was about four years old, and um I'd rather say Michael Myers to be cool, but you couldn't be him, so mm. it was the <laughs> No, it's Fair enough.
1: Fair enough. And, you, and if you wait, you know, on the 2600, I'm sure that the babysitter was rendered with uh, an impressive detail She really to save those kids. I mean, I remember playing uh, Friday the 13th on the NES. Oh, man. So that was a horrific experience. So sure. Hopefully yeah. the in many licensed it. Halloween was much better. <laughs> All fair answers, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> flipping the coin, second question. Who is your favorite antagonist? Uh, um, antagonist. I will let that. you count Michael Myers for this one when it gets to your turn, if you would like to.
2: Maybe. <laughs> uh, bad guy. um, um, I gotta say, um, Okay, so in in Conker's Bad Fur Day for N sixty four, one of the bad guys was the Great Mighty Pooh. It was just a mm-hmm. big pile of shit, and you would throw toilet paper at it, and his teeth were made of corn. I think that that was one of my one of the, my most favorite bad guys to fight.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> All right, now I was originally blanking on this, and I was almost going to say GLaDOS, but then that's sort of like just keeping with the Valve theme, but I think I'm going to have to go with um, the Nintendo game Nightshade. The evil protagonist was named Sutek, something like that. He was this uh, Egyptian god-looking thing, and he had a lot of sass, and it was, uh, I don't know, I think it was one of my favorite games in everyone seems to either not know it or hate it. I don't know. I'm going to have just, to Google that. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm going to go with um, Spy Hunter NES, uh, the guy in the motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a bastard. Okay. You you really loved, you know, knocking him off his motorcycle. And uh, like Every sometimes you just time. give him a little tap and you wouldn't kill him. Remember that? You'd give him a little tap and he'd be alive, <laughs> but then sometimes you'd give him a little hard tap and he'd die. And uh, I mean, that's like, Grand Theft Auto won't even exist if it wasn't for that guy so
1: vehicular <laughs> <He's, he's, he's laughs> <spectacular laughs> violence he started it all <laughs> um okay, next question um what what do you consider uh kind of a good trend in video games right now
2: uh, something that you'd like to see like continue and grow uh, well, I think in general just the, the fact that indie indie companies can get games out there is really cool um I actually don't spend a lot of time playing newer games. Um, I think some of the... Uh, one of the last games I played was... I don't even remember what it was called, but it was like... You were like silhouettes or like shadows. It was kind of like a side-scroller. And I saw a couple other games that were kind of... Um, I think I know you mean I just can't remember the name right yeah, now. Yeah, I think a couple other <laughs> yeah. games were, were imitating that. Um, but I think there's some just really clean animation and like... and. Uh, just really clean art and fluid animation, and some of these side scrollers i 've seen are is really really cool like it kind of immerses you into that, so I think that's
3: kind of neat Alright, for me it's um there's sort of this uh retro renaissance going on where like the old point and click adventures that look just like the old sierra games the old um whatever the million other studios that made games back then um but new games popping up on steam and other things just like that um <clears throat> and not not even just that kind of style but like super nintendo rpg sort of looking games um like actual studios are making these things and selling them and they're coming out new it's one of my favorite type of style and it's kind of neat that um i guess it goes back to gus uh, that's not i just called you gus i don't know what Jeff just said, how sort of independent studios, like the, in any kind of, any person, a single person can just put out one of these games. And it seemed to be that, that like 10 years ago, the trend was that, oh, every, all the studios were just getting bigger and bigger and the crazier and crazier. But now it's like, okay, one person can put something out and it can become popular and everyone can know it, even if it's just some simple little retro game or whatever. So I don't know, that's mm-hmm. what I like. <clears throat> uh,
4: and for me, I really like that there's this weird... Uh, video games are taking over everybody's life, and it's like you don't see much positivity about video games ever. It's almost like you know I, I see more on the news like they gotta stop making crazy video games; they're terrible. <laughs> but like they're really taking over every aspect of everything in our life. You know, I mean, I, I think that's pretty amazing. And like, I think no one's really admitting to it. And and even weird stuff's happening. Like, let's have a a TV station dedicated to video games and then all of a sudden it magically disappears and becomes Esquire like G4 was was a really cool (laughs) station was fantastic it's like there's like almost uh, I mean it's not really a conspiracy but it's like this funny thing where like video games are taking over every aspect of our life but we're still like people are still trying to hide it or something like video <laughs> games are terrible and they rot your brain. It's yeah, like, That's all right. As those people start to die off the rest of us, yeah, <laughs> they, they, they're dying right. off and it's like they're just everywhere you go. There's video games and they're, they're more and more and more. And there's so many and anybody could make one. They could be horrible games. And
3: it's just, then yeah. there's the augmented reality video games. Like we were just talking about before. Yeah. We had this whole
4: <laughs> conversation about that. Um, <laughs> while we we're waiting for this, but yeah, I just kind of love that. Uh, we don't know what's happening, you know. I, I I remember growing up, just looking at these little dots on the screen, and and then, you know, Sega Genesis came out, and we, I was like, I wonder what it's gonna be like when I'm an, an adult, you know. I'm, I'm 36 now, and it's like, and poor like, Sonic we, is still running for his life. <laughs> Gotta go fast. And it's just cool too that like people appreciate the old stuff. It's like we we're like we really are living through the history of video games. And it's rapidly changing. I just think that all that's so exciting. You know, it's like no one really knows where it's fully going. Uh, everyone's trying everything. You know, like things will like the Wii will exist, and then it'll be a thing of the past. But some people will love it, and a uh, uh, mobile and like Game Boy. It's just all this stuff, and you know, people still use it. It's part of our lives. So I just I love the road it's it's on. You know, it's just like this crazy road. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, flipping the coin again. Um, what's something you'd like
1: to see just go away completely?
2: Uh, I, I think I could do less with the Candy Crushes and Flappy Birds of the world, like these <laughs> junky games that you know is super super popular and and they're kind of dumb and not they're not imaginative at all. <laughs> but like so, for some reason they just take off. So I guess these mm-hmm. these Little mobile games that blow up and everybody loves for for no reason at all, because cause as a as a game maker, we all know how easy it is to make those games. The people playing it probably have no idea. They're like, oh, this is fun, I, you know, three in a row, and they smashed up whatever. But like for us, we're like, I, I could have done that on a weekend, and it's like there's no there's no like effort there, or there's no imagination or, or any kind of I guess like enthusiasm that goes into making those games. It's just almost like a cookie cutter. We want to make money, so we're going to put this out. And especially when you get to the the, the Candy Crushes, I
1: mean, those guys at King, it is it is purely a numbers game.
2: Mm. Yeah, and that's that's so that's that's super annoying. It takes yeah. So for me, yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that I could see less of. Hmm.
3: <clears throat> that's tough for me because I mean, I probably would have said something similar to Jeff, sort of like the idea of like trying to instead of having a bunch of designers get together and try to figure out what's gonna be the funnest thing we can do. They get together and say, How can we get this all the kids out there to get their parents to pay all the money that they possibly can so that you can buy this fake currency that allows you to skip an ad or something? How uh, can we monetize our teams? <laughs> yeah, and it's like I understand the importance of trying to trying to get trying to monetize a game, but I feel like it kinda of goes a little overboard sometimes um when 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 you're bringing in, like, human behavior specialists to try to figure out the, the best strategy for uh, maximizing their addiction to it, like, that's that's a little crazy to me. But, um, I mean, I, I don't really, like, apart from that kind of stuff, I mean, I don't really, there's a lot of genres I don't like, but I wouldn't really want them to go away. So I don't really have a very satisfying answer for this. I think I'd like to get rid of all robot slavery. I mean,
4: I think fair enough. It's, it's just I hate seeing it, you know, and and it pisses people off because it takes their jobs. And um. sure. <laughs> um, oh, you couldn't, you had to. Yeah. I, no, I mean, it's such a tough. That's such a tough one. I mean, I I love that things are crappy because they let people like us do something then, and like we, but then we get to try to change it. You know, it's like you can't you can't fight if there's nothing crappy out there you know if everything's good then you like let's make a game like why everything's amazing you know? <laughs> <laughs> so i i like i really love that there's so much crap out there because i feel like it gives us a chance to try to shine through that um but i mean yeah it is it is annoying like seeing i'd say the worst thing is seeing these big big companies have tons of money limitless money and they just make these dumb decisions because they think that's the way it's been, that's the way it's going to be. They don't want to take this chance on something magical and amazing that
3: could Some really. Focus
4: group said this is the way it should go.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, and
4: I, I think those corporate decisions is what's going to ultimately kill those companies off, you know. And I and I think, hopefully, that in the future there won't be. Um... <laughs> The government bailing out video game companies because <laughs> you know the, the, these companies have to be part of America. You can't go away. Like, I think if, if your company's dying out, it's time to buy. You know, it's it's make way for the new. So, um, so that's my uh, eight cents on that. Excellent,
1: excellent. Okay, next question. Um, you guys are living, obviously, living the dream right now. You're making, you're making a video game. At least at night, uh, during the day, you know, we all have to do what we all have to do. Um, what's, what's the second dream? What's the profession you'd love to like? Just drop everything and say, hey, I'm going to space.
2: So this is something besides making video games. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I always, I, I have fun with um doing uh, traditional art too, like sculpting and and. Painting and illustration and stuff. So if I wasn't making video games, I think it'd be cool to uh, to do traditional sculpting of action figures and things uh, like pop culture action figures and stuff would be fun, it's, you
3: know, for uh, toys and action figures. Uh for me, I mean, uh, it would either be something like photography, cooking, or like a park ranger because I could just be out <laughs> in the woods all day and that'd be perfectly fine by me. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, I i think I have too many things I like to do. Um, this is just one of them and it seems to be the way I'm spending my effort now, but yeah. If I could just live in a mountain, that would be great. <laughs> that that would be my second dream. I, I know what
4: I know what Doug's gonna do with all of his freight show fighter money. Oh yeah. Fortress in the Rockies somewhere. Me and Jeff will go on adventures to visit him. <laughs> Uh and for me, I mean, I'm really living the dream. Like I love what I do. I'm not I'm not rich, but um I, I really, really love you know, every day it's something different for me. Um video games is one thing I do, you know, art, designing toys, all kinds of stuff like that. Um but I I wanna branch out into making movies and writing more than I am and uh, you know, helping helping people kinda motivate people and, and you know, even companies just kinda tell them like hey there's this way of doing it so I think I can't do that now but when I if I do things that are successful people would rather you know look to me for some of that information and I just like to you know help pave a future where it's a lot more fun you know where there's not this serious energy that existed when I was a kid that made me uh, hate going to school and, and feel like I was a lost soul in the world so I think I like to inspire you know the the future so that you know I wake up when I'm an old man and, be, and think wow this is a great place you know in all kinds of aspects and, and I'm the old people of this generation so um, I'm hoping I could have an impact on that
1: oh, nice. fair enough fair enough alright so this next question um, I normally like to go on a weird meandering um, kind of route that uh, brings in um, John Carpenter's escape from LA uh, but <laughs> I found that the majority of people we talk to don't really know what that movie is <laughs> so I've, I've found a new way to get to it through a different movie reference uh, really? that I'm going to debut tonight. Um, so uh, you receive a note uh, from a childhood friend um, that says the Golden Eye satellites are real and that um, a, a small EMP will be detonated over your hometown uh, where you're living currently uh, tonight. Or uh, not tonight, tomorrow morning. Um, It's not going to cause any lasting damage, um, but it will blow out all your electrical equipment. Um, So you don't really have to panic. You just kind of have to find something to keep busy until everything shuts down. Um, What game would you
2: play to keep busy? Uh, Well, uh, (laughs) I have have a pretty extensive collection of uh, strategy and Euro board games, so... um... I'd be pretty busy with those if i if I had to pick one of those' because it wouldn't be a board game i mean I wouldn't like pick yeah, a i mean Ruben he's escape. looking behind him, and there's a huge tower of board games <laughs> behind him. uh so if i had to pick uh, one of the board games I, I think it would be uh age of empires three that's um has nothing to do with the video game but it's uh it's a, a strategy worker placement board game that's uh one of my favorites so I'd say that that would probably have to be uh the answer to that question, I got no power.
3: Wait, so... <clears throat> are you saying that something that we'd spend our time playing before the power goes out, or while the power is out?
0: No, and until the power goes out.
3: Oh, until the power goes out. So this yeah. is- I'm going to keep that answer, though. Okay, so... <laughs> so, so could it could still be a computer game.
2: <clears throat> yes.
3: Uh... Well, you know the the, the main uh, time sink that I could either spend it in would either be Minecraft or or uh, Skyrim. Um, I would say Skyrim just because I've had enough of Minecraft. So <clears throat> yeah. So you're saying
4: we have to play a video game until the power goes out?
0: Yes. But
4: we have, we have <laughs> to. Because
0: again, as I said before. <laughs> These rules are written okay. and we can't change them. Right. Uh, so you have to play a video game.
4: If I had to play a video game, the power's out. Mm-hmm. I'd play Littles Pet Shop with my daughters uh, on the Wii. Um, it's this really amazing game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a game that really they get excited about. Uh, so I'd play that with them until the power nice. went out. Yeah. It, it's just fun to see them play a game that they care mm-hmm. about.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh Brian would normally ask this last question, but it looks like something is up with his internet. Anything so up. I'm gonna do that. Out. Ooh, uh yeah. It's, it's... Um, alright, so uh final question of the end game. Uh at the end of your life when you reach the gates of the mushroom kingdom and Toad is there with the book of the deeds of your life, what do you want him to say to you?
2: Uh I, I don't know. I guess I guess I want to say, hey, you you did pretty good. I'm I'm proud of you. And I'd say Toad, thanks. And he'd say, I also like your beard. Hmm. Because by that, I would be absolutely awesome. say that.
0: That's good. I like it.
3: <laughs> I would say he's looked at his book and figures out he was made a an accounting error, and I still have an extra life. So uh, that's what I would say. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I would have them say, um, "Congratulations,
4: you've accomplished your mission here on Earth. Now, where would you like to go?"
1: <laughs> Alpha Reticuli oh. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Going to be boarded on the next the next mushroom jet there. Excellent! That all original answers. That that's <laughs> fantastic. Three <That's laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> alright well, uh, well that's it I, I I missed most of those because my internet decided to die all of a sudden but oh, yeah. came back right at the end for Toad which is fantastic um, not most of those just one of those really uh, but so uh, with that in mind uh, you guys have passed thank you very much um, you won not not really anything but uh, our, our undying respect for actually taking that quiz um, and Jonathan if you would uh, take us home all right. Well, thank you guys again for for joining us tonight and talking about
0: Fright Show Fighters. If you can, uh, if you can send us out by letting our listeners know where they can go to find out more information about the game.
3: Well, there's FrightShowFighter.com. Um, it's there, there's no S after the second f- after fight. Yes, I, I realized that oh, as soon oh, yeah. as I said it. So we, I was like, we aww. Some, I'll sometimes say it too. So I mean, it's just just uh, yeah, just FrightShowFighter.com or you can find it on, yeah, on, on our, Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, we have a bunch of those things. You can probably just type in a Google, find it there. Um, yeah,
2: just Google us. Um and then yeah, check out our our Steam Greenlight page. Oh yeah, um, that's the main thing. So we need we need votes on there to get our game up in the rankings. Um so we're slowly getting up there, but any any every vote counts, so um, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Yeah, so Steam Greenlight Google us fighter. and then
2: uh go up on Steam, give we, us a vote. We need your votes. Fright So <laughs> <show> Fighter <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you guys again and good luck uh, as you continue through development and finish out the game. Looking forward to seeing more.
2: From awesome. All right.